Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another sermon on Grow God's Light. Let us pray. Father God, we come before you just to praise your heavenly name. Father, we are fulfilled in your word today. Father, we know this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Father, we know that you have our backs. Father, we know that we can step out on faith of a mustard seed. Father, we know that you nourish us and nurture us in your word. Father, we know that you want us to live on your principles in life. Father, we want you to know that we appreciate you. We love you, Father. We honor you. We glorify and we magnify your holy name on this day. Father, we thank you for this and all things. In Jesus' name, amen. Today's sermon is going to be on standing firm against the pressures of the world. James one twelve says, Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial, for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. We live in a world today where it is marketed that materialistic things and money and certain things in life are looked at as idols. Our focus is supposed to be on God, but we more focus on materialistic things in life that is not going to give us the satisfaction that God gives us. We have to learn that Certain things in life, God does not want us to have because he knows that we will start to praise that item. We will start to look at that item as an object that is more important than God. And God does not want us to lose our focus that way. God wants us to stay focused on him. In the world today, we have commercials that's pushing items. We have radios that's pushing items. We have certain people in the world putting things out in the world that are very expensive, that we fall short to, that we purchase anyway, like items and appliances and sneakers and this and that. We, We purchase all these things and we spend all this money on these things and once we get them, we realize that we really don't need them. So they sit in the corner, they begin to collect dust and then on the times in life where bills have to be paid and we don't have the money to pay them, we reflect back on the things that we brought and we realize that we shouldn't have spent our money on those type of things. So God is saying that be careful of the pressures in life. Be careful of the pressures that the world places on us that we have to fit in a certain way. We have to look a certain way. We have to act a certain way. We have to have this type of money to live this type of life. God is saying they are all pressures of the world. And he doesn't want us to be pressured in the world by anything. What we need to do is... Focus more on God, and God will supply all of our needs, and God wants us to keep the faith in knowing that he will take care of us. When things don't go our way, he still will show up. He still will provide for us. There was some times in my life where I thought God gave up on me. I didn't think that I could get through certain things in life um, that had to do with the world. 
we never know what could go on in our life. Certain things comes in our life and it happens and we often get diverted from God because we start to focus on that instead of focusing on God to help us. We try to stay in the worldly ways and we try to focus on the situation that we have at hand when all we have to do is surrender our burdens to God and God will take care of them for us. There were times in my life when I didn't have a lot of money to pay for the things that I wanted in life. Sometimes I would let things that I saw on the TV or things that, that were showed to me on the internet, I would go buy those things and when it came time for me to pay for my bills, I didn't have the money to pay the bills. You see, when we live in life, when we grow in God, it is a maturity thing. See, we we own a worldly plantation here. We own a worldly environment where certain things they push you to buy and certain things they force you to spend your money on. And God is saying that we don't need to spend our money on all those type of things. I myself, the pressures of the world with me was to get into credit cards. I got into credit cards. I got one credit card, then I got two credit cards. Next thing I knew, I had five credit cards. Next thing I knew, I had 12 credit cards. Next thing I knew, I had 15 credit cards. And then we began to get very lazy on keeping up with those credit cards. We go and we buy things, and then once the bills start piling in, once we realize that these credit cards are nothing but debt to us, and we are spending money that we don't need to spend, and when we realize that these credit cards are charging you an interest rate to use them and we realize that all the money that we should have in a bank account for emergency purposes we are using that money to pay down the credit card that we used this was a very hard lesson for me to learn I had to force myself by the grace of God because everything that I do I have to get God's authority over it because I can't do it on my own I am living in a worldly ways where the devil exists. So when I'm in these worldly ways, I cannot do it myself. I don't have that type of discernment. But when I put it before God and he has the authority to put it upon me, this is when I can deal with the pressures of the world. And one of those pressures that I was dealing with was credit cards. I had to focus in on God, read God's principles, study his word, meditate on God, listen to God, have certain meetings with God in regards to how I can get out of this credit card debt. So I had to sit down with God and I had to come up with a plan with God how to pay these credit cards off and how to get rid of them. So God told me, as soon as you pay it off, cancel it. As soon as you pay it off, cancel it. Do not pay it off and keep it. Discipline yourself. So you have to pay it off and cancel it. When I did that, let me tell you how the devil works. When I paid off the credit cards, I have a few more that I'm working on. But for the majority of them, they are paid off. And I will never do credit cards again in my life. When I sit down and look at all the money... The interest that I'm paying on these cards, it was a very bad investment. So for everyone out in the world who has credit cards, do yourself a favor. If you don't have the money to get what you need, don't buy it. 
God is saying, use his principles. When we want to get something in the world, we are to use the money that God supplies us with. Now, when we want something that's expensive, God is saying that you need to save up for it, to purchase it. Do not go get credit cards and put your money out on credit cards. You will lose in the end. I don't care how much control you have over it. The enemy is busy. It is a tactic underneath the enemy, and you will lose in the end. You will end up paying more money than you anticipated. I can tell you because I'm a witness to it. I am going through it right now, and I am working with God to get rid of it. So do yourself a favor. Don't even invest in it. If you don't have the money for it, save up for it, and then get it. This is one of the pressures of the world. This is what they won't tell you. But I'm going to tell you the truth. Because I am living it. I am experiencing it. And I am working on getting rid of it for good. So do yourself a favor. Don't even get involved with it. God don't want us in debt. He wants us happy. If we are stressing about how we're going to pay off our credit cards. And we have to go get two and three jobs to do it. God is saying that is not the type of life he wants us to live. He wants us to live a life of abundance in him. He wants us to be happy. And if we're stressed out, when we got to work two, three jobs to pay off, not just credit cards, but any bills that we have, that is a distraction away from God. That is pulling you away from God. You are now going towards the enemy because he is now controlling you. When we fall back in our bills... That means that we took the money for the bills and we did something else with it. Unless you lost your job. I understand that. I, I understand and God understands if you lost your job and you need to go work two jobs to, to catch up on your bills, that is your prerogative. But God is saying he, he supplies all your needs. So when you're playing catch up, Whatever the case may be, when you surrender to God, when you talk to God and tell God, I need help, God, I need help paying these bills, send me a financial blessing, God will send you a financial blessing. But you have to have faith of a mustard seed. You have to believe that God will do it, and he will. There was many times in my life where I didn't have food for my kids, where I didn't know if the bills was going to get paid, and God, all of a sudden, in the mail came some type of check that showed up that helped us out or someone would come over my house with food for me and the kids out of nowhere so God hears our beck and calls he hears our prayers he answers our prayers and he does show up and show out and he will help you but you have to hold the faith you have to keep going don't allow the pressures of the world to swallow you in we live in a world where the enemy roams around and he will swallow you whole up in this world if you don't step into your spirituality with God so that God can direct your path in life. This is very important. You have to have a connection with God so that God can show you how to handle yourself when you're living in the worldly ways. So getting back to what I was saying about the credit cards, don't allow them to take control of you. Don't allow the credit card people to take control of your life by having you stressed out. Get on your knees, pray to your Heavenly Father and tell Him what you need in your life and the help that you need from Him. 
God will give you knowledge to handle your situation when it comes to your credit cards. I know a lot of people in the world is in debt with credit cards, with bills, with this and that. You are to turn your attention towards God. You are to focus on God. You are to read God's principles when it comes to money. You are to nourish yourself on God's word so that you can get back to the place that God had you at. Begin to listen to God and stop leaning on people to help you. They have a lot of things out here in the world they offer you help when it comes to regards to your credit cards. I can tell you about it because I tried. I went and tried to talk to a person to consolidate my credit cards. Didn't go through with the deal because I didn't like what he told me. When he was going to consolidate my credit cards, what they don't tell you is you if your debt is $10,000 in credit cards, what they will do is they're going to charge you $3,000, that is the bonus that they get for helping you consolidate your credit cards. That's the bonus that's going in their pocket. So you end up spending more money on consolidation than you do spending, I mean, than you do paying off the credit card debt. Get yourself on the phone. Talk to these credit card people. Ask them what the settlement would be with your card first. If it's within your means, do that, and then close the card. The other thing that I learned about when I got on the phone and I was negotiating with these people in regards to paying off my cards is they will come up with all kinds of tactics to get you to keep your credit cards. You see, I had to go on my knees and talk to God. And tell God what my plans was before I even made the phone calls. When I started talking to them, they came up with all kinds of tactics, which are the, the devil's tactics, to get you to keep your credit cards. We'll put your payments on the back of it. We'll um, allow you an extension of six months. We will give you a better um, APR rate. We will do this for you. We will do that for you. It took me... 15, 20 minutes just to get the card canceled on the phone because they bring up so many tactics. You see, that's what the enemy does. He wants to lock you in so that he can break you and destroy you and your finances. That's what he does. So that's why you have to be in communication with God so that God can direct your path, not the enemy. The enemy's waiting for you to fall so that he can come seek you, destroy you, and then ultimately kill you. We have to be mindful that he is walking the earth. We have to be mindful that the pressures inside the earth on this world that you're seeing, that you're witnessing, that you're living is of the enemy. We are living under the pressures of the enemy. We have the virus that we're going through right now where we are all wearing masks. When we wear these masks for a long period of time, we have carbon dioxide that we are not getting 
rid of out of the body. What we are doing is we are starting to get that carbon dioxide back into our bodies again. And it is causing us to cough because the body is not getting the right amount of oxygen that it needs to function. And by us coughing, it's allowing us to know that we are not getting rid of the carbon dioxide which is needs to come out the body. You see, that's another pressure of the world. We're wearing them wherever we go. You, Wherever you go, you see on doors and places that you can't come in there without a mask. We don't know what damage this is to the body, but again, it is a pressure that we are facing on the earth. Another tactic of the enemy who is trying to get us destroyed, who is trying to kill us in this world. Everybody is tired of wearing a mask. Some people are so tired they don't even wear them no more. Another tactic of the enemy. So these people go into the presence of other people. They don't know if they have the virus or not. You go into the presence with these other people. You catch the virus. You take it home to your families. Your families catch the virus. Then they take it out to other people as they go out. It's just a tactic of the enemy. Do yourself a favor. Protect yourself. Get on your knees. Pray to God. Ask God for direction. Insight. Ask God to protect you from the pressures of the world. Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 10.13 says, No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. Meaning... From all the pressures in the world, we are protected. God is watching out for us, but God wants you to reach out to him, to let him know that you appreciate all the things that God does for us down here on this earth. Proverbs 24.10 says, If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. So God is saying, look up to him. He will give you the strength to carry through whatever it is you need to carry through within that day. Whatever pressure it is that the world is bringing upon you that day, He will take care of you. He will give you the strength to stand up against it. Romans 12.2 says, Do not be confirmed to this world, mm, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. God is saying, don't live according to what the world tells you. Live according to what God tells you. Live according to what God shows you. God shows you he is available because he shows us certain things in the world that he created. Look all around you. The trees are of God. Look all around you. The animals are of God. Look all around you. The clouds are of God. Look all around you. The sun is of God. Look all around you. The moon is of God. Look all around you. The water is of God. God shows you that you are not to live according to what the world says. You are to live according to what God is. You are to live according to what God is showing you, what he's revealing to you. He is showing you when he puts a rainbow in the sky that it is God that put the rainbow there. So God is saying, don't transform your ways to the world. Transform your ways and your focus on God. And know that God 
is watching out for your best interest and not this world or the worldly ways of the enemy. 2 Corinthians 10.3.5 says, For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh, for the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God, and take every thought captive to obey Christ. Hallelujah. Isn't that telling us that God is always watching over us? He does give us weapons to fight this spiritual warfare, even though we are spirits living in the human realm, even though we are in the worldly ways. God still supplies us with the weapons that will allow us to fight this spiritual warfare. So God is saying he breaks all strongholds of the devil. The devil cannot take care of you. God takes care of you. So live in God and release the enemy. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Isn't that all we ask of the Heavenly Father is to give us hope in this world, that we are able to live abundantly, that we are able to enjoy the fruits of our labor, that we are able to know that God is watching out for us. He is protecting us. He is around us. He does make himself known to us. God is for us. No one can be against us. Nobody has the control over this life that was created by God, but God, God has your control. God has you because he created you, not the enemy. So it does not matter what the enemy shows us in this world. It does not matter what pressures we see. We are to know that God is in control of all things. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. We're talking about God. God gives us strength to do all that we need to do on this earth. So the pressures that we come under does not control us. We control the pressures because we have God's image within us. And God's image will always protect us. God's image will always tell us what is in our best interest and what is not in our best interest. But we have to have that communication with God so that God can teach us discernment. God will teach us discernment through his maturity of learning through him. We have to lean into God. We have to trust that God will mature us and he will grow us so that we will know what is right and what is wrong in the pressures of the world. Psalms 55, 22 and 23 says, Cast your burden on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be removed. But you, O oh God, will cast them down into the pit of destruction. Men of blood and tre treachery shall not live out half their days. 
but I will trust in you. That's what the Heavenly Father says. Revelation 2, 10 and 11 also says, Do not fear what you are about to suffer. Behold, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison, that you may be tested, and for ten days you will have tribulation. Be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. The one who conquers will not be hurt by the second death. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We give you glory for that statement. This is saying to us, in this world of pressures, this world will bring you trials and tribulations because we are in a human being realm. But since God, thank you, Father, have placed his spirit within us, we are protected through those trials and tribulations. They will not affect us harshly. They will not hurt us harshly because God has his spirit within us. You see, God placed tools within us to handle these trials and these tribulations that will come upon us. We will breathe through them. And God will give us a lesson in that trial and tribulation. And then we will be able to spread that lesson and save somebody else the humiliation of going through that same trial and tribulation. This is why God put us down here. We are to love each other with God's agape love. Agape love means unconditional forever and ever. We never have a limitation on the agape love that God gives us. So we are, as human beings, with living with a spiritual being inside of us. We are to take the love that God has gifted us with, and we are to help every human being that is here on this earth. Remember, God's recording you, and he's recording me, and he is seeing if you are following the principles of his word, if you are studying the knowledge that he has given us in the Bible, if you are spreading his agape love into the world, if you are bringing back into the world the light that God has laid upon us when we were in our mother's wombs, God is watching to see if you are delivering everything that he has placed within you so god is saying don't worry about the pressures of the world don't worry about the people in the world that's saying that they're doing certain things that will hurt us god will deliver you in this world you don't have to worry about the pressures of the world god is saying stay faithful in him and he will take care of you Ephesians 6, 11, 18 says, Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil, in the heavenly places therefore take up 
the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand firm. Stand, therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. God is saying, ignore the pressures of the world. He wants you to live a peaceful and humble life in God. God wants you to know that he is there for you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He will have your back. He will protect you with his armor. He even sends his spiritual guides to come down and talk to you. These are the spiritual guides that help you make the important decisions in your life. God even surrounds you with his angels. So when you do begin to fall down, the angels will pick you back up again so you can get back to the abundant life that God has gifted you with. So ignore the pressures of the world and know that the Heavenly Father has your back. Continue to serve God. Continue to live his principles. Continue to nourish and nurture yourself on God's words and continue to spend time with your Heavenly Father. God is waiting for you. He already knows the pressures of the world. He already knows that the pressures of the world is trying to come in on your shoulders and to bring you down in this world. But God wants you to know those pressures have no control over you because you are gifted. You are blessed. You are elevated. You are matured in the eyes of God. And God is saying, anything that comes upon you in this world will fall down at your feet. As long as you have faith of a mustard seed, as long as you learn how to surrender all of your burdens, all of your worries, all of your trials, all of your tribulations, all of the challenges that you go through in life, you are to surrender them to the Heavenly Father, and God will fight all of your battles in life. I thank you so much for joining me on another sermon of Grow God's Light podcast. It was a pleasure for me to speak with you today. May God continue to bless you as he grows you in him. All these things I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Until next time, blessings.